0: Are you ready? Let's do this. Welcome back. You're listening to episode 210 of The Body Nerd Show. And on today's episode, I'm talking about the science of blue light and why it's actually essential for your body, how to work with screens without experiencing eye strain, and whether blue blocker glasses are as effective as they're made out to be. Now, I'm going to just like preface this whole episode with the fact that I am wearing blue blockers right now. And you may have seen them online, uh, probably in an ad or maybe someone in your feed telling you about how amazing they are. You may have seen me talking about how much I love my blue blockers. And I got to say, like, I love wearing them while I'm working on my screens. And if you're like, wait, what is a blue blocker? Like, we'll talk about that. But basically, they are specially coated lenses in glasses that are supposed to help reduce eye strain from working on computers. And honestly, from wearing them, I feel like I've noticed a difference in eye strain. And it might just be because it's filtering some of the light, but we're going to get way in depth into blue blocker technology, blue light, what purpose it serves. And if these blue blocking lenses and blue blocking extra films on your lenses if they matter, if they work. Are they worth the hype or is it just another gimmick? So what are blue blockers? Like I mentioned, they are lenses with a coating and you may have also seen them as orange colored or it may be a little bit of a more clear coating. And the purpose is to block blue wavelengths of light. And when I first became aware of blue blockers, this was oh, I want to say like maybe back in 2010. And it was primarily around one of my favorite paleo cookbook authors of non-mom paleo. And she was a night shift worker. She was a pharmacist in a hospital. And so I'm not talking about night shift workers and that specifically, although all of the science still applies. And also I want to preface this as well. If you have found something that works for you, then just keep on going, because honestly, the placebo effect is a thing. So like, let's not ignore that and pretend like it doesn't exist. Okay. So back to blue waves and blue lights. So visible light includes different wavelengths of color. You may be familiar with the mnemonic to help remember what the colors of the rainbow are. Roy G Biv. I'm sure I'm not the only one, which is red, orange, yellow, green, blue, indigo, violet. So blue light is a part of that spectrum of visible light, and it's been found to be the most stimulating to photoreceptors in your eye. And when those photoreceptors in your eye are stimulated, it helps to give your brain information about the time of day. So is it morning? Is it night? <laughs> like, where am I? And you might know this as your circadian rhythm. So when light hits the back of your eye, it travels through the optic nerve into your brain, into a structure called the super nuclei. And that sends signals to other parts of your body that then regulate physiological processes. So things like hormone secretion, right? cortisol, melatonin, our sleep, our awake, metabolism, body temperature. If you've ever worn a fitness tracker or a wearable device that measures temperature, you've also seen how your temperature varies throughout the night. Like these are all things that are also dependent on light, but it's also not just light. There's other factors such as social cues, eating habits, exercise that also can influence our circadian rhythm. So this is why disruptions like jet lag or shift work can have a negative effect on your sleep, on your mood and your overall health. So just boiling it down blue light specifically, that seems to be the most stimulating hits the back of your eye and a cascade of effects happen. Your brain mostly thinking that, Hey, it's daytime. Like it's uh, time to be up and like, let's go do stuff. And light on your eye at regular intervals throughout the day, it's helpful, right? It helps your brain know when to be awake and when to sleep. Going outside first thing in the morning to get some fresh air, but also to allow that light to hit your eye, also helps to reset your circadian rhythm. One of the things I do when I'm traveling, especially across time zones, is make sure that I get outside and walk to also move my body first thing when I arrive, if it's daylight, And then also the next morning, get outside, get some daylight on my eyeballs, um, and this is without sunglasses, to help reset that circadian rhythm as much as possible. So this is also why bright light from screens, especially late at night, can be an issue. Your brain, your physiology, can't really distinguish between bright light of daylight and bright light of your iPad. And it's not really the light Overall, that's an issue. I mean, of course, if you're staring at bright lights, yes, but it's those blue waves specifically. And I also, as I was preparing today's outline, I was like, why? Like, why is it blue waves? Like, why those specifically? And it's thought that blue waves are the ones that your optic nerve are most sensitive to because blue wavelengths can actually penetrate aquatic environments. So if we think of evolution, right, the organisms that could sense when it was daylight and then stay away from DNA damaging. UV light from the sun thrived more than those that didn't. So at least until we evolved skin and other things that can protect us somewhat from that direct cellular UV damage, knowing when it was daylight and when it wasn't was an evolutionary advantage. And blue light has also been found to disrupt your melatonin production. So this is why you don't get sleepy after staring at bright lights. So what about eye strain and fatigue, right? This is where blue light glasses that filter out those blue wavelengths come into play. And that's that big selling point, like reduce eye strain, reduce fatigue, like help your eyes. So overall, the research is not super in-depth. There was like a 20-person study here, a 14-person study there. And the whole thing about science, and this is not how you know popular media portrays it. They're like, here's this one research study. It says that caffeine prevents cancer. And then another one's like, no, caffeine causes cancer. And they flip-flop back and forth. So technically... A research study alone doesn't really say anything. It's promising, but it's not until it's duplicated and the same results are replicated that it is fact, right? That this is 100% true all the time. And if we have a small study, again, 20 people, 14 people, even 100 people, that doesn't mean for all people, every case is always going to be true. Now, if you do a quick Google search on blue light, you're going to find a million articles about how blue light can lead to eye strain, it can lead to headaches and lead to dry eyes. But again, the research, which I've linked all to in the show notes and description for today's episode, has not definitively found this to be true. And even in studies where they were specifically looking at the connection between dry eyes and blue light, again, no significant difference was found. So, what's actually going on? Like, why do I like wearing these blue light glasses? Could it actually be the blue light? And honestly, maybe right? Because blue light is also present in visible light from the sun. But when you're outside a lot of the day, you don't typically have the same issues with dry eyes or eye strain. So is it blue light from screens? Or is it the fact that we're staring for hours a day at a specific spot, aka where your cursor is with an artificially backlit screen that remains the same distance away from you all day? Right? When you think of it, the movement of the lens in your eye and the ability to focus in your eye is done by a muscle called the ciliary muscle. And it's the relaxation and contraction of this muscle that allows you to focus on objects that are super far away or super near. And so that eye strain, that fatigue, even that dry eye, is it just that we're not moving our eyes enough and using our eyes enough? And Honestly, from what it looks like from reading the research, it's not just the blue light. I think it's more of the behavior of, again, staring at a backlit, artificially lit screen for hours a day that remains the same distance away from you. So then the question, should you wear blue blockers? And I'm not going to lie. Again, I'm wearing my blue blockers right now. I was really surprised doing the research for today's episode. I honestly thought there was more to it. And when I posted this on social media, the kind, kind people in the comments were like, isn't this old news? And it wasn't to me, which means if it's not old news to me, I know that there are others who also are like, oh, that's why. Right. And maybe you heard something and you're like, I mean, I think blue blockers are BS, but I'm not exactly sure why. So now we can all be on the same page. So maybe even the reduced strain that I feel in my eyes is the placebo effect. And honestly, like that's okay for me. That's cool. And I'm going to do an episode in a couple weeks all about the placebo effect because that has been scientifically proven. And I think going into that is going to be really interesting. So also with today's episode, I have a question, right? And then I start doing the research on it and I always learn something new. I plan on learning more about placebo effect and today's episode on blue light blockers and blue light was a big ah, learning moment for me. So like with most things, if blue blockers work for you, awesome. And if they don't, no big deal. And if you're you know trying to get upsold to add that blue lens blocking coating to your lenses and you don't really feel like it, then don't do it because you might find better relief with something called the 20-20-20 rule. So this is that we should all be taking a 20-second break every 20 minutes by looking at something 20 feet away. So remember, thinking back to those ciliary muscles and their job to contract and relax and have the lens focus on things that are near and far, 20-second break every 20 minutes looking at something 20 feet away, that's going to help to strengthen and actually just use those muscles as they were designed. One way I do this in my regular life is, of course, walking away from the computer or use those phone calls, right? If you're on the phone and not on a Zoom call and you can get up and walk around or stare out your window at things, it's just making me think of like rear window, because honestly, I feel like that sometimes just staring out the window from my office But that also can help to use your eyes in their fullest capacity to help maintain the honestly like mobility of your eyes, for lack of a better word. The number one question I get within the comments and my DMs and my emails is, I have this issue, what should I do for it? And I get when you've tried icing and you've tried stretching and they're not really working, you probably are looking for a simple program that you can do on your own that actually works. And that's exactly why I put together the Mobility Mastery Toolkit. The toolkit includes 30 days of exercises so you know exactly what to do to improve the mobility of your hips, your lower back, your feet, your neck, and your shoulders. Plus it comes with video demos for every single exercise and a full body mobility workout calendar so you can check it off. And again, you don't have to think about what to do, you just get it done. And with all of those resources, you're just 15 minutes a day from feeling stronger and more flexible. As a Body Nerd Show listener, you can save 50% off when you use the code MASTERY at mobilitytoolkit.co. That's right. Use the code MASTERY, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y at mobilitytoolkit.co. And then keep me posted how it goes. And it's true, staring at screens, especially after sunset, that are super bright, are still gonna stimulate your optic nerve and potentially disrupt your circadian rhythm. But it might be a mix of just the bright light in general and not the blue light specifically. And research just isn't there yet. And also, if you're like me, I'm not stopping <laughs> using screens, technology is not going anywhere for me. So what we can do instead is try turning down the brightness on your devices after sunset. A quick Google search, you're probably going to find a bunch of apps that you can do it on Android. I know on iPhone, there's a mode, right, that you can do if you want to get even like crazier about it. You can actually, uh, within your accessibility settings, turn down the white point, reduce white point, just again, Google that. And that helps to bring the brightness of your screen down even more. And it's kind of like a running joke between me and my husband, because he has a screen at like full brightness all the time. I'm just like, oh, your screen hurts my eyes, because mine is turned down so much. Because I know also for me, being able to be tired at a normal time, uh, when I have been staring at screens all day is challenging. And the combination of the light of the screen and that straight dopamine hit and distraction I get in my brain from just being on my phone, I have to like limit the light, limit access to the phone as much as possible. And so that's an easy fix too. So anything backlit like your iPad, like a tablet, I find less of an issue with the Kindle Paperwhite. So I read a lot on my Kindle Paperwhite than I do reading on like a standard iPad. But if anything, reduce your use of screens as much as possible. I would love to say in like the two hours before bed, but realistically, let's say like 60 minutes before bed. Another thing I like to do is in the bathroom, as I'm getting ready for bed, brushing my teeth, washing my face, instead of the bright overhead lights, I'll use even just the flashlight on my phone on the top of a cabinet so it bounces off the ceiling. Um, Or if you have a bright enough night light that you can use, maybe it's like an LED strip light that is bright enough for you to be able to see what you're doing, but not so bright that you're overstimulating your optic nerve and your brain and all of those things things so there are ways to reduce the light that you're consuming which is like so weird to think but also too this is one of the reasons why I love camping and road trips so much because you know day two you're outside sure you have your screen but you're in full darkness once the sun sets at whatever time it sets which means that you're going to be more sleepy and more relaxed sooner than I am whenever I'm at home. And that was like one of the biggest adjustments when I came back home after my summer road trip with my dad last summer was getting back into, this sounds so crazy, but like getting back into a house and you're just like, wow, the TV's on, the lights are on. Like there's a lot of stimulation happening that doesn't happen when you are sitting in your trailer and we just have like a tiny teardrop trailer, or you're sitting around a campfire. So you don't have to sit around a campfire, right? But take advantage of the features on your phone or apps on your phone or your computer that can help to reduce the brightness of your devices, especially after sunset. And blue light blocking coding onto your frames might be worth it if you found it to be helpful in the past. But again, that extra added expense doesn't necessarily, it's not going to fix anything. Right. If you want to believe that's going to fix stuff and that works for you, then like go for it. If you already have that coating on your glasses, I'm like, no, I feel a difference then keep on keeping on. It's fine. But I also too want to mention that not all blue light blocking glasses are the same. So I had a pair of blue light blockers that I purchased from iBuy Direct, and I paid extra for the blue light blocking coating. And then when I actually tested it because Anthony bought a pair of glasses from Zenny Optical and he also got the blue light filter because I hadn't done the research for this episode yet and I was just like, you need to do it. <laughs> it came with a blue light, like laser pointer kind of thing. And so you could test it on his frames and see how it was the blue wavelengths were actually blocked. I tested it on my glasses from iBuyDirect, not blocked, like not at all. And then I had an older pair that was gifted to me by a company and that actually blocked the blue light better. So I can't speak for any one brand. I can say that Anthony's glasses from Zenni, they actually seem to work. So again, but as we've just learned, the blue light blocking isn't necessarily doing anything, so maybe it doesn't matter. But I also, like, I don't want to leave you hanging if you're like, okay, but Alex, like, I have the eye strain and the neck pain and, like, I need something. I got you. So if you do have neck pain, shoulder pain, tension, headaches, right, eye strain, it could also be related to what's going on in the soft tissues of your head and neck. So yes, do something like the 20-20-20 rule, right? 20 second break every 20 minutes, stare something 20 feet away. But you might also want to address what is going on in your head and neck And the soft tissues there as well. So I actually did a two-hour workshop on exactly that. And in the workshop, you'll learn the foundations of smart movements so that you can build strength safely without getting set back by rebound tension, which I find to be way more common in the neck and shoulders than anywhere else. You'll also learn the three neck stretching mistakes that are going to derail your progress and how to interrupt that pain cycle with proven techniques so that you can get rid of tension headaches, tight shoulders, and neck pain. And since you are awesome and amazing, and I'm so glad that we're here together, use the code Blue Light at checkout, and you will save 40% off the workshop. So the code again is Blue Light, all one word. And just head on over to aewellness.com/neckpain. I'll also link to it in the show notes and description. And that coupon code is good until May 31st, 2023. So I would love to hear from you what your biggest takeaway was from today's episode. Are you like oh, I never knew about blue light blockers. Or are you like Alex, duh, welcome to getting with the program. (laughs) Like I want to know. So you can tag me on Instagram. I'm at halafamala. You can find me on TikTok at AE wellness. You can send me any questions or comments you have either in the DMs on Instagram uh, or in a really nice review on your favorite podcast platform. Or you can also call the body nerd hotline at any time and leave your question as a voicemail. That number is 818- 396-6501. Three nine six six five zero one. And before I go, don't forget that everything podcast related, including show notes, fun links, free downloads, and like all the things live over at aewellness.com slash podcast. And that is the same for any past episode and also future episodes. They'll always live right there at aewellness.com slash podcast. And thank you for your reviews. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for being here. Thank you for sharing this episode. And thank you for allowing me to continue to wear my blue blockers because I like the way they look, even though I now know they do nothing. Okay. Appreciate that. (laughs) So here's asking better questions, moving more, leaning into the placebo effect and getting nerdy. And thank you for helping me spread the word that your body is super cool and you, my friend, can change the unchangeable. I'll talk to you next week. Pain stops you in your tracks.